you see, we're on a mission from God. Medical authorities in Cumberland have concluded that in all cases, the killers are eating the flesh of the people they murder. Zombies got you down. Keep it tuned. WMMRDB Rockford. Oh yeah, you can guess it. It's Tuesday night. This is the night I usually get real bored because I always have the work done for Wednesdays. I actually went out a couple hours tonight, did some moto vlogging. I'm going to be mixing up some videos after this show, but I figured I'd just come out there and say hi to you guys and uh, have a uh, you know couple topics to talk about about as far as discussion and we got some good music uh coming up today uh we got some disturbed coming up skid row and Def Leppard. We got a whole bunch of stuff. How are you guys doing in Discord as well as everybody listening to the radio? I got to give you guys the biggest props. Uh, I really appreciate all the listeners on the radio station. The numbers are spectacular over on WMMRDB Rockford all over the world rock and roll literally man rock and roll we have uh, some exciting stuff coming up and I'm hoping to get it done by November 1st I haven't told anybody yet but you guys listening right now if you have a Roku or Amazon Fire TV, we will have our own channel on those platforms. We will be the first in Biker Entertainment to do that. You'll be able to catch a lot of stuff that you can't on YouTube because of all the censorship. So pretty excited about that. Still working on the Apple iTunes uh, deal for the radio app. But we're going to be taking it to the next level when it comes to biker entertainment. Uh, man, have we grown from the early days, let me tell you. Uh, just a regular old podcast on all the platforms, which, by the way, you know, that's still our number one uh, popular pro. Uh, what is it? Uh, platform. Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, the whole nine yards. It's awesome when you hear from everybody that says, Hey, man, I listen to you on the way to work. Uh, that is uh, awesome stuff. That's what we do to uh, why we do this is make sure you guys are entertained out there. Uh, if you're on the radio, don't forget to go over to the Discord channel. Yes, I'm going to try to figure it out where I can uh, put that link because uh, I know a lot when I talk about the Discord server you guys are on the radio and don't know how to get there so I got to get uh, a way to get you guys a link that way it's a lot easier because I know uh, everything's confusing you know I do have a link tree account where all our platforms are listed there so it's a lot more easier for you guys to navigate uh, but this Roku and Amazon Fire TV thing coming up uh, just sit your ass back and go ahead and watch uh, what's going on on the channel be able to get all kinds of episode I'm trying to uh, figure out right now because I got to map it where we're going to put the different categories like biker news uh, you know radio show stuff 
in different categories that's way it's easier to find uh, i'm trying to figure out a way to go live over on that app that way i can be who i am right here on the radio it ain't like uh it is on youtube we've been getting some or actually bd's got some shit uh, because of the round table, uh, our uh, naughty asses have been swearing a lot, so he does not want to swear anymore, which I don't blame him because you got a bunch of fucking uh, tattletales out there that report your channel for all that kind of stuff, and then you got to deal with YouTube. A lot of people don't understand, once you start getting uh, the subscriber count on YouTube and the views uh, is when the people get freaking uh, butthurt and all that shit, and they act like a bunch of fucking babies in high school and start tattletaling on you so nobody's safe from the censorship that's why you got to get your own platforms uh we are working on getting a panel together a permanent panel for the pre-party show kind of like uh the round table on black dragons but a permanent type of deal discussing all kinds of independent biker related issues uh myself and wild on twos already talked about you know keeping that mc stuff to a minimum you know hey maybe we'll talk about rcs i don't know but the mc stuff everybody covers it and actually how many times can you beat a dead horse is what i say so if you were looking to uh, be on a panel with us the only thing you have to do is make sure you can be on the show Sundays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time every week. And we can get you put on uh, if you ride, or you're a biker, independent, whatever it may be, you can hop on that panel. We are looking right now for two other people. Uh, actually, yeah, two because we got uh, Breathe the Biker, J-Man. Uh, J-Man has to get his damn uh, internet fixed, but J-Man's going to be a permanent uh, guest uh, or panel host on this show. So we're looking for others that want to join. Uh, we are actually looking for a lady to be on the permanent panel. That way we get the ladies' uh, point of view out there. Because God knows it's hard for Hollywood to give you... Uh, <laughs> hard hard for Hollywood to give a woman's point of view so if you want to be on it uh, make sure you DM me on discord I know uh, you know it takes me a couple days to get back to messages on that but that is the best way to get a hold of me or Instagram Instagram you can actually get a hold of me a lot better than even discord because I've been messing around with that one a lot lately so you can DM me there uh, Hollywood's learning all this social media BS uh, but we're gonna cover every platform there is again you have to make sure if you apply for the uh, permanent uh, guest spot or host spot on the pre-party you got to make sure you're there every week six o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time I'm gonna be picking on the Canadians a little bit and I know we got uh, the Canadian uh, in the house as well as uh, there's a bunch of you listen to us on the radio right now uh, then later on uh, I'm gonna reply to an email that I got and kind of compound uh, into the discussion 
Uh, I guess he heard uh, our episode on the morning hoot about uh, a spouse being embarrassed of him or being embarrassed of you. So I'm going to go into that one a lot more in depth. And a lot of stuff I have to say on that one because uh, this email was like, damn, man. He was like heartbroken and shit like that. I was like, damn, man, chill. Uh, It ain't that serious, man. There's a lot of other freaking taco out there, shit. Uh, But anyway, we're going to go into that after a music break. But first, I wanted to talk about you Canadians. You Canadians at least are freaking truthful. A lot of people have been wondering about the propaganda that's being put out on this COVID stuff. Uh, Actually, China Dow found an article about uh, the actual numbers of deaths. And that's going to be an interesting one uh, tomorrow's show on the Morning Hoot. But... Military leaders in Canada actually saw the pandemic as an opportunity to test propaganda on Canadians. And this plan was devised by the Canadian Joint Operations Command and it relied on propaganda techniques similar to those employed during the Afghan war. Now, the mainstream media would say this is all conspiracy theories. It ain't. Now you're having high-ranking military leaders out of Canada, and you know damn well our generals are involved in this shit. You had Miley today uh, admit to leak in details about Trump to the press for the books, and his freaking ass is still there he calls it it would be political if he would resign bullshit get out of there nobody wants you you woke piece of shit but anyway this is concerning because a lot of governments around the world and australia for one is using this virus to keep people and from living their lives but even worse controlling them there is a military quarantine in australia right now that a lot of people are rebellion against and if true that military leaders saw this pandemic as an opportunity to test propaganda out that really hasn't happened since the 1940s with the Germans and uh, the Nazi Socialist Party or the National Socialists where propaganda was the biggest reason why you've seen all them human beings slaughtered, killed during that war. That's what propaganda does. And we're actually seeing the effects of propaganda here in the United States. We're a divided country 50-50. You got right freaking propaganda. You got left propaganda. And nobody's smart enough to actually do their research. I actually talked about that this morning on the Morning Hoot. About people being uninformed, uneducated, and not holding people accountable. Especially when you got a $3.5 billion or trillion dollar 
uh, infrastructure bill that includes free college for illegal aliens. So the propaganda is very, very prevalent nowadays. It is learned today because they were in front of the Senate talking about Afghanistan. The generals requested 2,500 soldiers to remain there. And this was told to Biden, but of course in the interview with George Stephanopoulos, he denied the generals ever requested that. That is the type of society we are living in. You have states that are trying to pass mail-in ballots on a permanent basis. They are using this pandemic against the American people for more power in their hands. This was a scary deal, and if you're a Canadian, you should be very scared because they actually admitted it. They actually admitted that they were going to use techniques on unsuspecting public. It always comes down to the rich, the powerful, that run everything. Now the best, you know what, the best movie actually I can compare this to is 2012. You know, it was that uh, thing with John Cusack where the world was coming to an end and all that good stuff. And they had to build these arcs to survive it. It was the billionaires, the trillionaires that got the ticket onto this ship. Everybody else was left to die. And their biggest statement of the whole thing was, well, we needed to pay for it. Well, wait a second. End of the world's coming. Why ain't you building as many ships as you can? No. It's always about money. And it's become more significant nowadays than it ever has been. Money and power. They're just not hiding it anymore. They used to know how to hide it. And it's said that military commanders believe they didn't need to get approval from higher authorities to develop and proceed with their plan. Again, let me, let me tell you that again. Military commanders believe they didn't need to get approval from higher authorities to develop and proceed with their propaganda plan against their own citizens. This is happening every day in the United States. What's even worse is there is now a report out that Pompeo and the CIA were targeting Julian Assange for assassination. They wanted to assassinate him because he released information that brought the public's attention to the bullshit that they were pulling. That is retribution and they are taking a playbook actually out of Russia. How, how do you think that Putin's able to serve year after year? It's because quite plainly kills all his opponents. Is that what our country is actually coming to? Now I know a lot of people are fed up. 
especially in blue states. People are refusing to do what this government asked them to do anymore, and rightfully so. You can't get the damn truth out of these people. They just want to control you. It's like, damn, man, did Hitler reincarnate his shit himself? What the hell? A lot of his policies are coming back. Or is it that uh, 50% of young people believe in socialism? That was the plan, and that's why they used the school system against us. And we sat there and let it happen. Scary business coming out of Canada, and you know damn well uh, the United States military was probably involved in this type of stuff because they're more concerned about being woke than of winning a war. I'll be right back. We're going to go to Disturbed. And we're going to talk about this email that I received about a spouse being embarrassed of their partner. Very interesting stuff coming up.
This is one DJ you don't want to fuck with. You got knocked the fuck out, man! Listen to James Hollywood Machikari Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for Rockin' with Hollywood. And listen to the best 80s heavy metal to today. Rock on! You know, a lot of people ask me, especially, you know, people that just get to know me, about why I do not like going into bars. I think it has to do, and this is one of the reasons why I, you know, quit drinking a long, long time ago, because I actually started becoming like my father. Now, he was a drunk, hardcore, uh, he actually owned a bar in Stone Park, and he was one of them uh, mean freaking drunks from uh, West Virginia, man. You know how them hillbillies do it. They do it. They do it. Uh, the stories I heard is unreal, especially from his days back in uh, West Virginia. I guess my uh, grandfather uh, was uh, pretty much a dick. But uh, anyway, I just hate when people act stupid and... Especially when they, you know, start touching and all that kind of crap. It's like, damn. You know, I was at the class reunion with China Dow, and it actually pissed me off. And I just didn't say nothing about it. But, you know, China Dow, she gets all tipsy and shit like that. And I guess they were talking about tattoos with some, you know, one of her friends, whatever it was. And she brought the friend up to me. See, I was wearing a hoodie because I was freezing my ass off on uh, the patio. But that was the best place for me. And pulled off my hoodie and said, oh, look at all his tattoos. And here she is knowing that's one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to me being around a bar. Is I don't like, you know, people crawling all over me. Yeah, I am tattooed from head down, man. I got them all over. I got a back piece I'm still working on, but my whole back's done. Uh, my front, my sides, my neck. Yeah, I got them on my face. So, yeah, I don't like people actually coming up and pointing at me or jabbing at me. Oh, look at this tattoo. Look at that tattoo. And here it coming from a guy who worked in a tattoo fucking business a, a long time. But I just don't like it. And I'm sure a lot of you out there don't like it either. But I think I just take mine to the next step. So I was a little confused when China Dow brought this, you know, person up to me. And I gave her a look. And I and she was too freaking tipsy to even understand that look. And it was after that, because she knows I get a temper and stuff, that one of her classmates walked up to me. And said, hey, I know you. And I just, I snapped. I was like, I ain't in your fucking class. But that's the attitude I start once I get into a bar situation. And it's something I never was able to get rid of. But the touching and the drunkenness, you know, I like being 420. I like being high, having fun, because it's more of an innocent type of partying that when somebody gets drunk, they get stupid. You know, I know a lot of families, uh, you know, husbands and wives, where that happens, they're a daily drunk or something, and it starts affecting the kids. And there's so much tension within the house 
that it really does mess with a kid's mind. Uh, these drunks are something else. And one thing I never understood about drunks is how the hell do they deal with all the puking, all the throwing up, all that kind of crap every single day, man. Every single day uh, they are dealing with that. I'm going to go over here. I got to put in... Uh, the sound for discord it's like guys man don't you know that uh there is other uh, deals in this uh as far as hold on let me do this here i'm gonna go to a song i'll be right back Shut up, shut up, shut up. 
Okay, we are back up in Discord. I'm going to have to tell you guys how to do that uh, Discord server. That way it's uh, easier for you guys to just go ahead and hit that stuff. Uh, but we were talking about the alcoholism and how it affects people. But one thing I do hate is the excuses that come out about that. And there's no better uh, example that when criminals that were convicted of murder try to blame it on drugs and alcohol it's like that's their favorite excuse that i was out and partying too much and oops this happened i just uh got uh, i actually just got and it was a good time for this to happen a notification of a texas inmate that was just executed for uh, stabbing uh, two area brothers during a robbery in their home. Now, they were trying to say that he had a bad drug habit. And what's even worse is he did it the day after he was paroled for another robbery. Yes, the day after he was paroled, he did this. And he was 57 years old, but it took... 30 years for this to happen 30 years he was 57 when he just died he did this at 27 years old which that's a man you know what the hell you're doing so you don't want to hear the drug and alcohol argument at all you know what the hell you are doing so he killed Charles Allen, who was 31, and Brand Bradley Allen, that was 33 years old. Just because he was trying to get a fix. Why would it take 30 years for him to meet his justice? Now, I know there might be some crazy loony left liberals or even some conservatives that doesn't agree with the death penalty. I agree with it, 100%. I do. I agree with it. If that's what your sentence is, that's what you get. Now, it should be held for the most egregious crimes that I have to give you. But going into somebody's house because you say you have a drug habit and killing them why couldn't you just tie them up why couldn't you just you know put them in a closet or something tie your ass up no you had to kill them while they were sleeping what kind of person does that evil kind of shit but that tells you about our justice system doesn't it our justice system and uh, you know what we talk about it all the time on the biker news how it's usually skewed it goes all over the place. Meaning, a guy like this gets to live uh, three hots in a cot for 30 years. He was 57 when he died, so he was almost dead anyway, probably. And then, you have the profiling with bikers all the time. And the only ones that seem to get rid of, uh, get out of everything is people that are rich. Or have power. 
Look at what them bricker idiots put us through for the last four years with this Russia, Russia bullshit. But nobody's going to face anything on that. Not a damn thing. Nobody's going to face it. I just thought this was uh, a real, <laughs> a real interesting thing because we were talking about the alcohol stuff. And they gave it, you know what, he got to die on a gurney, just like he was in the hospital. He got to die that way. What about the old days of electri uh, electri uh, electrocution or, you know, firing squads, I admit, uh, you know, that should be reserved for uh, people on the battlefield. Uh, but, you know, the electric chair, ride the lightning, man. Or hang in their ass, break your neck. And I believe crime would go down if it was like the old days where it was in public square. So they can actually see it. This is the effect that's going to happen if you do something like this. I say let it live stream, man. Let it live stream. Let people know. Well, you know, kids shouldn't be seeing that stuff. Yeah, they should. Because if you go and stab people in their freaking sleep, you need to do that. Hell yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? You need you think uh, something like that should be live streamed? I really do. I really do, man. Public square stuff. Public square stuff. Uh, especially, you know, for pedophiles and stuff like that, man. If you got a pedophile uh, that takes the innocent of uh, a young kid, yeah, give him that sucker, man. But, you know, I, you know, William Wallace's ass, just, you know, that Braveheart movie where, you know, they draw and quarter his ass and then start taking out his intestines right in front of him. And then you finally do a Rambo where you cut his heart out and it's still beating. That's what a pedophile deserves. So let's get to the main interesting topic right here. And that has to do with an email I received about the show that China Dow and myself did. I don't know if it was Monday or whatever it was, but I was going through the emails and I noticed something different in the subject line. Now, I know a lot of people tried to, you know, use all caps or put some uh, funny shit in there so I'll open the email because I get a lot of them. But something was just different about this one. It was like calling out to me, I guess. So I opened it up. And he gave me a situation where he went to one of the company's Christmas parties. Now, I don't know about you. You know, I'm not much for Christmas parties with, uh, you know, I guess it's a tradition if you're in an office setting or whatever it was. But he went to this Christmas party with his wife. Now, he did say his wife was, what is it, uh, paralegal, you know, where she works for lawyers and shit like that. Actually, paralegals are the ones who do most of the legwork in the case. And she didn't want him to go. And he asked her why. And it basically came down to he wasn't their type of person. 
I was like, damn, man, you're correlating with me, bro. Because <laughs> I wasn't one of her peoples either. But enough about me. Let's keep on going on this one. So she went and he decided to stay home because she was basically embarrassed of who he was. Which, hey, I can understand. <laughs> My situation later. So he stays home. And I, you know, I asked him because I started going back and forth. And I was like, what did she mean by saying you're not their type of people? And he said, well, I'm an electrician. I was like, electricians are badass, man. What are you talking about? And he, uh, he was one of the linemen, uh, you know, one of them people that climb up the poles, fix shit when uh, the electric's out and stuff like that. It takes a lot of balls to do that kind of crap, man. And I told him that. I was like, man, you should be proud of what the hell you do. Anybody should be proud of what they do for a living. You're doing something a lot of other people are, like we were talking about this morning, just sit on their ass and do nothing. You're out there trying to earn a living. It doesn't matter how you earn that living. That is just my opinion. I don't care if you shovel shit for a living on a ranch. You are working hard and you shouldn't be embarrassed of what you do. Now, being an electrician, hell, them rich pricks are the ones who depend on you to keep their freaking office going. They depend on you to get the lights back on when a storm knocks it out. So yeah, you should be very proud. But he said he didn't want to start an argument over it. I said, okay, you know, we're going into different uncharted waters for Hollywood. Because Hollywood, he don't take no shit. Hollywood just says it the way it is. Now my problem, uh, evidently is she's worried, you know, and I'm now I'm going back on me in China now because this is the way the conversation went and it actually went to, what is that, Google Meet or some shit like that, uh, where we got to talk because the guy sounded like devastated and shit. I was like, you know what, for one, dude, I'm not a psychiatrist. I can just give you my opinion on stuff, which is, you know, I'm a freaking radio guy. You know, I'm not no psychiatrist, but I can give you life experiences for myself. And in my situation, it was, she was embarrassed with the way I talk, the way I think. And he asked me, how did I deal with it? I said, you know what, dude, for one and everybody, men and women... Don't change who you are for anybody. Not even a spouse. Or you to take Hollywood's advice and tell them to go fuck themselves. Which I did. But anyway, never be embarrassed of who you are. Because as soon as you do, you give them something over you. And I don't know about you guys and gals. I don't like somebody having something over my head. I hate uh, the feeling of somebody trying to control me. See, I'm a free spirit type of guy. I believe in living life to the fullest. 
And one thing that I learned years ago, especially doing these shows, is you have to have a thick skin. But it is kind of hard to have a thick skin when you have somebody you trust, you have somebody that you believe in, uh, you know, because this guy really believed in her. For them to come and say, hey, you know, I'm embarrassed of who you are. That kicks a, that kicks a, a guy in the nuts and kicks a woman in the taco. That has to be one of the worst things that anybody could hear. And it was really affecting them. So I tried joking around, which didn't work. And usually my joking around wins everybody. So I had to get serious with them. And we went down some deals of why she would think that way. And it all came back to she feels like she's a professional and looks at him like a middle class type of guy. One that, uh, you know, her people wouldn't go out to a bar and have a beer. No, their people would go out to have wine and in some fancy-ass restaurant. Or give me a dry martini. Those were her type of people. His type of people? Give me a freaking uh, Bud Light. Give me a freaking MGD. Those are his people. And it's something we see every day in life in general is the two classes of people that butt heads. I don't know if a lot of you guys went through something like this, but it is kind of devastating. Me, I kind of brush it off because I laugh about it. It sucked, but I laugh about it. Because in my situation... That's who I am. I'm the shock guy. I'm the one who has fun. I'm the one with no filter. Now, could I see how that could embarrass her? I guess. But that's what she married. was me. So changing my program for something else is not going to happen. I think that's one of the reasons why I sat outside that bar all night. Besides, you know, trying to avoid the drunks. Was... Well, wait a second here. I'll just come out here and be me. You know, and you know what? Being me actually had her people, her classmates coming to me. They were more comfortable around me than they were the people they actually went to high school with. Very interesting on that, isn't it? Very interesting. See, I'm a people person to a point. Now, do I like hanging out at all kinds of bars? And No, I'm not that kind of hangout guy. But if you want to pick up a pole, you want to go fishing, you want to go camping, hell yeah, man, we'll do that kind of stuff. I'm just not into that kind of scene, the other stuff. And when I'm out, you know, some of you guys got to meet me at the Rumble in the Woods. I'm not uppity, I'm not none of that stuff. You know, I'm a very personable type of guy, but I'll joke with you and have fun with you. But one thing I never wanted to lose was being real. I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to act like something I wasn't. You know, I never wanted to be somebody else. I always wanted to be myself. 
And that was one of the biggest pieces of advice I had to give the guy was be your damn self. Who cares what anybody else thinks? And shame on your spouse for even thinking that of you. You have a great job. You work hard. You provide a service for a lot of people. And you're the one to go out in them freaking lightning and thunderstorms. So there's no reason to be embarrassed of what you do. Hell, there's no reason to be embarrassed of a radio show. I try telling her that all the damn time. And yes, China Dow's going to be able to get to respond to me tomorrow. It seems like that's what we do. You know, I go on air at night when I'm bored and she's at work. Uh, after I get all my work done and then uh, the next day it's, uh, you know, all hell out bent. Uh, war of the Roses come to the radio station. <laughs> you know, but again, I can see her point a little bit. But at the same time, she already knows what I'm about. But the one thing that does, you know what, I had to say it upset me. When she thought I would actually embarrass her by saying something stupid. Now, I know a lot of people have trouble distinguishing between work and home. That's one thing I don't. I, uh, You know, the way I am on the air, yeah, I might be in person, but I know when I'm out in a situation... I'm not going to be doing a shock jock radio show in front of everybody. Not going to do it. She was worried about me talking about the show because she didn't want them people judging her. And I'm sitting here like, the fuck you talking about? You're on air every morning, Monday through Friday. And you're all over the world. You have listeners all over the world. But... You're worried about what these pricks would think of you? So there's actually two situations that come into this. One, she's embarrassed of me because she thinks I'm going to make her look bad. And two, she's sitting here worrying a bunch with a, uh, worrying about a bunch of uh, entitled assholes. Which is very wrong and something I never thought would happen. We'll be right back. This is down with the sickness, man. What a freaking song to lead this segment off on. Let's 
the sickness is rising Don't try to deny what you feel Will you give it to me? It seems that all that was good has died And is decaying in me Will you give it to me? It seems you're having some trouble In dealing with these changes Living with these changes
rocks. WMMRDB. Little side note here. A little side note. Uh, we were talking about illegal immigration this morning. It has now come out that approximately 12,000 Haitians have already been released into the United States. And they just came out and admitted a tragic rise of the Delta variant at the U.S.-Mexico border. And it cl he claimed, uh, now this is the Homeland Security, that it surprised him. Really? And they are not mandated to get the vaccine. Uh, I heard, I think it was in North Carolina, that they are uh, releasing a lot of hospital workers, yes, because they wouldn't get the variant, but they don't worry about this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I guess... Some are very sick with extremely contagious diseases, even worse than the China virus. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? <laughs> Just a little uh, breaking news right there. That's a lot. 12,000. Hey, just come into the country. Do what the fuck you want. That's the way uh, it works. Anyway, getting back to our situation here. I needed some help with this discussion so I went over to romper romper <laughs> who came up with a name like that and it was talking about the seven signs that your spouse is embarrassed by you and number one was they keep you out of their social circle this being they didn't want him to go to the office so that's her social circle so when they start doing that you got to start worrying you got to start worrying because that's when you know that they're embarrassed just like the stupid china doll try to keep me away from that reunion sad state of affairs because they want to avoid a potentially awkward situation now, I don't know what kind of awkward situation he would put her in at an office besides, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm an electrician. What's so awkward about that? He'd probably throw one of them suits and ties on for her. But I don't see what kind of uh, awkward situation that he could have done. And it was funny, we actually went over this article, that's why I'm bringing it. Uh... And they really, you know, with the social media platforms, they really do not talk about your spouse. They really don't put pictures of their spouse on their social media stuff, which uh, I, I don't know, you know, what that would mean. Maybe they want to keep it uh, just about them and not about, you know, the spouse. I don't know. But that was... Another thing that you can tell that they're embarrassed of you if they're trying to ghost you. Now, what does ghosting mean? On YouTube, I can tell you what it means. It means they won't show your material on YouTube. Uh, my channel's been ghost. Uh, Black Dragons has been ghost. 
and it's finally starting to come out of that. But they don't want people to know who you are. They don't want people to know that you're with them. So it's ghosting. <laughs> and they clam up usually. Especially if you do go to the event, they'll clam up. They don't want, you know, they don't want to acknowledge you. They don't want to talk about you. Uh, they're leaving you in that corner, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm taking from this. So those are some of the warning signs that this uh, talked about. Now, I don't know if any of you guys out there that have a spouse that's embarrassed you. You know what I do find funny is bikers. A lot of women, they love the bad boy. But when it comes to the social events, not so much so. Especially if they're in a corporate environment. A corporate environment changes everything. They're more backstabbing. They're the most backstabbing people I know is that corporate crap. Everybody's trying to climb that ladder. So I guess you have to be embarrassed of your spouse to make sure that you don't make any mistakes, I guess. Who knows? So that was a quite interesting uh, deal I dealt with uh, today. And just bringing it to you. You know, because, hey, I'm doing the show because I'm bored tonight. <laughs> so hopefully you guys enjoyed the hour show, uh, surprise show. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, China Dow will be back in the studio at... 8.15 p.m. or a.m. Central Standard Time. Hopefully she isn't late like she was today. You know what I'm going to do, guys? I am not going to wake her up. I'm not going to wake her up. She has to wake up on her own now. And if she ain't in here sitting with me, you know what happened. Anyway, guys, I'm Audi. Uh, this replay of this show can be found on Spotify and iHeartRadio in about 20 minutes if you want to check it out again if you didn't listen to the full show uh i'll see you guys tomorrow at eight o'clock central standard time over on youtube